Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. Hi, welcome to your neighborhood pharmacy. Hi, I've got a prescription for diabetes test strips. How much is the copay? Well, it depends on your type of commercial insurance and factoring in your yearly spend, subtracting the deductibles, also depending on your monthly Ugh, allowance. Why can't there be a better option? Or you could try Contour Next Test Strips, a 35 counts only $19.99 over-the-counter and proven to be highly accurate. Go to ContourNext.com slash radio to see if over-the-counter strips are a more affordable option for you. Hmm, I think I'll try Contour Next. Uh, it's, I said starting. It, it, there you go, lovely. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bold Knowledge Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Desmond, joined by MK this time. Yeah, Surprising. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Aslam's not here, which is the surprising bit. But me and MK will go ahead and we'll take this. Cool. We'll start off. But firstly, MK, how are you? I'm good. How's Ramadan going? It's actually going all right so far. Not really going through emotions, just doing kind of being repetitive. Yeah. And then Moscow, whatever. But yeah, it's been all right. It's been good. But you'll get harder as the weeks go on, for sure. Yeah. I mean, next week we're hopefully going to meet up or the yeah. week after. Yeah. I was going to ask you a lot. I'm basically, there's a master's course I've been looking at, and it's in East London. I was thinking if, because that runs from five to eight, but I probably won't be there the entire time. We could meet up for Iftar that day. But the only problem is Liverpool are playing that day in the Champions League. Oh, in Champions League, I thought it was United. No, because next week, Tuesday is United. Oh, then the yeah. week after is Champions League. And oh. uh, Masters Open Day is on the 27th. Oh, wow. So, is it, we could do something there. Uh, sports analytics one. Ooh. Yeah, it looks pretty sick, I'm not going to lie. That looks sick, that is sick. I'll send it's... it in the chat, but it looks sick. Yeah. Um. Cool, do you want to start with the Premier League? Yeah. Uh, we'll start off. We'll start. Okay, we'll start off. I, I, you probably don't want to talk about, it, but oh, we're gonna have loss. the game that started off the weekend. Oh my days! You did lose to Everton. Manchester United lost one 0 to Everton. Dude, well, I, was, I was telling you. I think. Did we not do a prediction on that? I know. Uh, I think we only did Liverpool Man City again. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I think I did say. I think Matt said in the chat that I knew I was going to lose that game. Oh, draw that game. I said it was going to be a draw. Did not expect us to lose. But then now I can't expect anything. If you lose to Everton, I'm looking at every team I'm thinking, you lot could be us. Yeah. I can't, I, can't, I can't look at anyone else and think, oh, this is a win. Like, if you lot, you look at, uh, yeah, this is West Ham, that's a win. But with us, Norwich is now, we've got Norwich next, but that's a problem for me. I'm worried about the sergeant and Pookie. Whereas these guys shouldn't be nothing, but if I have to, everything here was a shambles. I mean, everything deserved everything. They, they, they shouldn't be 1-0, it should be 2-0. 2-0, 3-0. We didn't deserve a single... It was that bad. It was, it was poor. Richarlison was amazing for Everton. But I'll start with Everton. They, they were amazing. I think they worked hard. They they worked as a team. That, that's what matters. When you work as a team, it'll be very hard to beat a team that's yeah. together. It's a big change from it's a big change from where we've seen Everton when Frank first joined. I think 
Because sure. we saw it with the um, Newcastle game as well, where the one in the 99th minute. It's a big change from where they were. I don't think they're an incredible team at the moment, or where Everton, where you think Everton picking up from Ancelotti with this team, where they should be. But given what Frank's done, I hate to say it, but he's doing what he needs to do. Yeah, because he came in a situation where they were in a relegation battle, so yeah, nobody expected them to just pull away and go back to the table. They, they were, they were going to be in a relegation battle, so that you win against United, even though it's, it's a terrible United team, it should help them. Like that, that should be a blueprint for them. To say, okay, cool. If you just do this against everyone else, we'll stay up. Yeah, that's what they have to do. Just just work as hard as they did against United, and the results will come. Because working hard as a team usually gets you results, even if it's not. Even if you do work hard against Liverpool, you'll lose to them or Man City, but at least you'll be competitive. Yeah. Whereas if you if you work as hard as a team against like a lower half like team, you win. So I think that's what Everton should do. They should use that game and take on forward to the rest of the season. And hopefully, well, for them, hopefully they stay up. Yep. I mean, I don't want them to stay on, but it looks like it. Yeah, um, it is going to be mad. Because if, you, if we beat them, we're going to put mad pressure on them. Yeah, but then obviously we need Burnley to win. So, um, speaking of United, big news out of this week: the Athletic have confirmed it. Ten Hag has a verbal agreement to be the next Manchester United manager, which is something we've said was probably the right move. Yeah, because Pochettino was the one that we thought if United go for the Pochettino route, that's basically them either basically giving into play power again because the players apparently want Pochettino, and also. Listen to Alex Ferguson's advice, which has not helped us since he retired. Yeah. <laughs> going against us. It feels like he's going Yeah, more because apparently he was Scottish. Yeah. Then he was back in Oli, even when he looked like he shouldn't even he shouldn't be here in the first place. So things like that, you don't want to listen to Ferguson anymore. And then he wants to push Tino. So you're thinking maybe listen to Ferguson's advice is not the real thing. But um yeah, I like the whole point. Is really, it's a good appointment, especially yeah. for, especially the way he um, it's been reported by honesty that he wants to have his own like demands in place in, on his contract, not like 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 wishful thinking. It's actually on his contract that this is what he wants, and he doesn't get what he wants, and he can easily leave or ask for like he can he can walk away with money. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So it puts pressure money out to listen to him, and then basically do what Liverpool's blueprint and Man City's blueprint of. Back in the manager before he's even here. Like, yeah. See, he got signed manager players before Pep even joined. And apparently, you're rumored to sign Calvin Phillips, which looks similar to what um, United want to do, I mean, Ajax did with Frankie de Jong and, and Van der Beek. Yeah. With that energy midfield. So, it, so it's good that we're actually proactively going for site players and also confirming the manager before the season even started, which is good because that's yeah. the plan of what he wants and what you want to do from now on. So that's more what Mania should be done, should be doing eight years ago. But it's better late than never, isn't it? So I'm, I'm not really against that, um, that sign at all. It's, it's a great appointment. I think it's a great appointment. Yeah, and um, something that we talked about United before is their philosophy of bringing in youth players. Because obviously the class of 92 is one of the most famous youth groups that ever play football. So Ten Hag, we know at Ajax, really focused on bringing youth players because we've seen so many great youth players coming out of Ajax for the past, yeah. like, for years and years now. They're one of the most famous academies in the world. Yeah, so that specifically, especially with the talent that you have in the academy as well. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the upcoming talent with under-18s are doing well. They're in the cup final, the FA Cup Youth Cup final with Chelsea. Yeah. Usually always in 
I think they're facing Wolves. They might be facing somebody, but they beat they beat Chelsea on the way to go to the League Cup final. So we've got a lot of youth coming through. It's a new batch of youth under 18s. They're very good, but yeah, it's good because Tenai also you know how good he is with young players with Frankie De Jong, De Ligt, even the young the young one right now with Timber at Ajax and Graven Birch. Mm-hmm. So he's worked well with youngsters and. Even on that front, he, he's great on that front. He's great on developing players that are struggling, like Rashford is right now. But remember Tadic at Southampton, he was a good player, but not many people rated Tadic like that. He was, he was, he was thinking, oh, he's a bit, he's a bit whatever. But now, yeah. now at Ajax, he's one of the, well, one of the, well, re, not recently, but he, a couple of years ago, he was one of the best players in Europe. Yeah, he's one of the most exciting players to watch as well. Yeah, definitely. And Serbia in a World Cup because of him and because of players like that, so... Tadic, Tadic is a great player and he developed and went on another level on yeah. um, It's a great appointment. I, 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 it's actually unlike Man United to go for him. Yeah. Usually we go for someone like Pochettino who's more of a man manager, more of a manager that like, it's more, for, what, for, more Fergie-esque. Not for, he's not nowhere near Fergie's level, but almost more... But that type of management man style where you'd play, where you'd manage each player individually. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Tenag's coaching, strictly coaching, strictly style of play, strictly just progressive football. Which is, which is how it should be at the moment. Yeah, right now, because yeah. it's proven Klopp and Guardiola, how they manage, is what is what's working in football. Exactly. And that's what we, we've, we've been going against that. With, well, we've obviously got Moyes, which made no sense. And David Moyes came out recently in an interview saying, maybe if I came, if I joined United now, rather than then, I might have been in a better position. He was even admitted that he wasn't ready for the job. Lubin Howe, he was a bit of a wash man, not wash, but he was towards the end of his career. Mourinho, yeah. we, we knew that was an ego signing because Pep Guardiola joined. So he was like, hey, cool, who's Pep Guardiola's rival? Let's get Jose. No no thinking, no planning, just all um, emotions. He and did Oli try for Klopp, to be fair. Yeah, we did. To be fair, we did. <laughs> that was the close. We kept getting close to the right managers. We kept getting close. But then we just <laughs> got away from it. Like, even Gareth Bale signing and Tony Cruz. He was that close to getting Cruz and Bale. But then and, um... we went for Fellaini and Massa. Thomas Muller as well. Muller, so yeah, many yeah. years, so many yeah, years. Yeah. It was always Manchester United and Thomas Muller. And Griezmann or under Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. Griezmann at like, his best and we thought we can get Griezmann. And, then, and he said himself that he was 6 out of 10 that he was about to join. So we kept getting close. But now we actually got the manager that hopefully gets us to the next level and play football, which is progressive. And yeah. if that's the case, if, if, we have, if that's the case, we have to wait years. I'm all for it. It is. It's, it's, it's time for Man United to get other banter years. Yeah, yeah. After, it's been 10 years. <laughs> it's, it's even worse to be banter year now than when Elon was in the banter year because social media wasn't really prevalent. Then, the, yeah, thank God it wasn't. Can you imagine <laughs> if we had social media and Roy Hodgson was involved? Oh, my days. <laughs> the fucking that. meltdowns we'd see every week. Imagine the Twitter beef around the Torres transfer. Oh my days. The bricks on can, can you imagine how Twitter would have been when Torres missed that open goal against United? Yeah. That would have been fucking crazy. It would have been, oh man. Chelsea fans already hated the cocky. Imagine the things they would be saying about Torres. Yeah. Because at least Carlos won't miss open goals. Torres missed a, the most obvious open goal. Social media would have been killing Liverpool. Yeah, it honestly. Nice. Um, <laughs> wow. so, um, moving on to the three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday. We saw Leeds beat Watford three 0 which Jesse Marsh has been really good so far. I was listening to him, I was listening to him on Talksport the other day on Wednesday Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning one of them. He knows what he's talking about and it's great because yeah. he was like um, 
he was talking about the difference between playing in oh managing in England, managing in Germany. Yeah. And he was like, in Germany, it's like methodical. It's like there's no emotions with the people. You just do what you have to do and just win, win, win. And it's like you have to bring in your own tactics and you have to polish up, make it work. But in England, it's like a lot more close knit. Yeah. And you know all the players properly and you can play around with your management style and stuff to see what fits and what works. And what he's doing so far is working because Leeds are going to stay up. Yeah, they are. For sure they are. And, and, it's good. and I think he came in with two comeback wins, didn't it? Yeah. They were down twice and then they came back. So um, that's when I knew they had fight experience. and they believed in what um, Jesse Marsh was telling them. And to be fair, people were down because he's American and all that. And obviously he's still yeah, they the Ted Lasso jokes. Yeah. But we, we knew he was a decent... Salzburg, I thought he was highly rated in Salzburg. So, and if he went to Leipzig, it didn't really work out like that. But he's now at Leeds. I think he's in a place where they all listen to him. There's no egos there. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll stay up for sure. And yeah, yeah, I think that's a good appointment. It's, it's, yeah. it's a good... Uh, he, was, um, he was also saying how... So I, I, I like how he was critical about Bielsa while not disrespecting Bielsa. He was like... Um, obviously the players played that way under Bielsa in the championship and in the Premier League last season. It worked out. But if we watch them this season, so many injuries, firstly. Yeah. And secondly, the Leeds players were gassed after like 20 minutes. Because it's, it's intense football. But yeah, it was murderable. Yeah, it's, it's quite literally because it's not yeah. on for the whole game. Like they're expecting you to run every single second. You have to be on it. And it works in championship when the teams can't handle the press. But when the Premier League where teams are passing around you, then it gets tiring and more tiring. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Bielsa's tactics are always naive. I always put it very naive, especially against teams like United. Even though we're not great, we're still great at counter-attack. That's why I keep beating them 5-1, 6-1. Yeah, one. you battered them basically every time you came every, up against yeah, them. Every time we face them, it's smashing because they ha- not only they play high line, they also just go all that running. It's not even yeah. like nice press, they're just running. So the United just go through and then just run behind. But And then obviously teams like Liverpool, so you have more joy as well but the, what I like about um, what um, Jesse Marsh is doing is it's not really naive it's playing to the opponent and not being exposing them out of the back and yeah. now they're staying up because just be solid defensively and you'll stay up they played really well against um, Watford as well I thought yeah. what Watford. I want to bring up Watford right saw there was one moment I can't remember what minute it was in but I was watching the match back he runs, he gets the ball in, completely free, goes forward, smashes it over the bar. A clear chance to get Watford back into the game, he just squanders it. It was ridiculous. He's another one that's quite hit and miss. He's definitely very hit and miss, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't watch Watford week week up. I don't know if Watford fans are tunneling him. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. He's still like really good. He's arguably their best player. Probably but, like, I think the, those moments against teams that you're battling relegation against, you have to take them. You yeah, can't do something yeah. stupid like that. I think um, who was a fault for the second goal. I can't remember. It's one of the defenders. I can't remember the name. But it's like trying to back pass with Ben Foster completely fucks it up. Can't be doing that against a team like Leeds who need to stay up and will fight to stay up. Yeah, you can't at all. Man. I think there's a lot of them. Yeah, Watford are very... Def- defensively, they're terrible. Man. Honestly, yeah. They were honestly one of the worst teams defensively. And they were championship defence too, so maybe they, they should go to championship because the defence is championship level. Yeah. Um, also at three o'clock, we saw Chelsea beat Southampton 6-0, which, I mean, we come to 
we accept it from Southampton at this point. We know something's going to happen like that in a season. Yeah, every season there will be a Bayern somewhere. Yeah. Um, they very well one game and then The big three o'clock kickoff. We saw Arsenal lose 2 1 at home to Brighton. Shocking, was, shocking. Tragic because I thought they would win because Brighton don't score. They only got two goals in 10 games. So that should tell you that Arsenal should win. But what I did didn't know, what I saw from Star 11 was he, I can clearly tell he does not like um, that new left back, Tavares, because he took him off at half time in the FA Cup game and did, he did it again in the other game. Yeah. So he clearly doesn't like him. So uh, it, missing um, Tierney is a big problem for Arsenal. Very big problem. Because they're trying to force plays like Shaka left back, which ain't gonna work. Yeah, he was shit. His was positioning crazy. was incredibly crap. He's like, I don't know where to go. Should I go forward? Should I stay? Should I yeah. go back? And then I think, the right um, back doesn't do much. Yeah, the the issue at right back as well for Arsenal is the fullbacks are the issues because yeah. it should be Tommy Asu, who I think was all right yeah, from when he was there, but yeah. Cedric isn't good. Nah, he's too hit and miss for me. And also, Tommy Asu, he's been out for a while and no one knows what. Yeah, he, he hasn't played, played since January. Yeah, like he doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. I said it's not even saying why, how long he's out for, what his injury is. It's right now as a myth. And now Tierney's out for a season. A party probably is probably out for a season. Might yeah. be coming up last game, but it could be too late until the last game. And for me, Thomas Party not being there is even just as big a miss because Congo is young and I'm not quite sure he's ready. And playing Smith as an eight, that is just asking for trouble. It wasn't working. Arsenal just went clicking. Yeah, Basuma was just going through that like it was nothing. And then, and then yeah, we, and that's Basuma. If you're not facing Spurs, you've got Kane, Son, Kudovsky now. You're not beating that with oh, yeah. Shaka left back, with no party. And lose the Brian. I thought if they beat Brian, they can handle dismiss. But I think that loss to Brian was damaging, more damaging than they thought. Because, um, you know, we had a good game for Brighton. Uh, Wepu. Yeah, oh, Wepu, what a game. Brilliant. He's amazing. He's amazing. I, I don't expect him, like, even that young Casado kid that you know, Wellington once. Yeah. He, he came, I thought he was close too, but Moepo for me, he's my match comfortably. Yeah, definitely. That goal, yeah. Well. that goal was a banger. It's crazy. They, all three goals were bangers. One of them was. <laughs> Trossard's goal, the way he took it was incredible. First time finish, but it's like the, the Brian were always scoring goals, but this is <laughs> rare for them. Like, we're even singing in the, in the, in the way stand. We, we finally scored something. So, <laughs> I was saying, I know Odegaard's goal took a massive deflection, but what a strike. Yeah, it looked like, screw it, I'm hitting this, whatever happens. Yeah. They, were, they were losing anyway as well. Um, something I want to bring up, I, I know it's not a massive deal, right? But in Ketia, Arsenal last week lost 3-0 to Crystal Palace and then lost three, uh, 2-1 to Brighton at home. Oh, yeah. In Ketia, both matches had a chance to put Arsenal back in the game, but hit the crossbar. That's why he's got zero goals in the Premier League. <laughs> Specifically, the Brighton one I want to look at because I know the Palace one, I think he was like running into the box and he was trying to get over Guaita, which is fine. But the Brighton one, Odegaard's free kick comes off the crossbar. You're standing basically on the six yard line. Yeah, and you just hit it And you hit the bar. It's, it's what happens when you have a striker like you, you can't play well and score goals. Yeah. They get, you might get a couple of goals from now to the end of the season, but. He, he's not staying. Season? I know they said that he's not staying. Yeah, Lacazette needs to go as well. Lacazette, he's not doing anything. Nah, he's terrible. Uh, no, he, he'll give you a couple of times pass back. No, sideways pass. Back, yeah. but, no, what's that could do for you? You need a striker that'll get you goals and can contribute. 
in an in efficient fashion, like Harry Kane is. Obviously, he's nowhere near Harry's level, but even a Bamiang, we did for Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah, that could help right now this season. You can't sell a Bamiang and not replace him. Not even a backup striker. You're asking for trouble. And now you're in a situation where you've got two players, not just two players, two key players, like Tierney and Party out for yeah. probably a season. <clears throat> and now you're looking at, looking at relying on Tavares, who's young, and Congo, who's also young. So now you've got basically Bukai Saka as one of the most experienced players to carry a team that's to, to go past a team that's got Harry Kane and Son leading with Kuleveski and Conte as the manager. Yeah. Speaking so, of Tottenham, 4 0. At Villa, Son hat trick, Kulazeski one goal and an assist, Kane two assists. Dangerous. It is honestly what a team. They're super dangerous. Uh, what I like with them is this is Tottenham with Conte image. Not a totally a whole image, but mm-hmm. you can totally there's some of his image already in implementing his team already. That that quick straight to the to Harry Kane, Son making a run, Kulazeski knows where to go. The formats are now pushing forward. Doherty, even though he's been out for he's out for now, but when he's, yeah, he's out for the rest of the season now. Yeah, that's, that's that's kind of a miss. But he's playing well, but they kind of replace him with assessing a left back and maybe Emerson right back. But yeah, push forward, they look strong, they're solid now defensively. But you've got Romero, who's a really, really he's the best centre back out of the top four contenders. For me, he's better than Maguire for, um, and for me, he's better than Ben White and Gabriel. Romero is better than all of them for me. He's sensational. Better than he is spot. honestly, he's incredible. He, he barely he's not even flustered at all defensively he takes on anybody yeah he looks so confident at the back yeah. like, there's one time I think someone tried to take him on so he showed him one way and he got the ball off the other way yeah uh, I was like yeah this guy is top top quality and the way they dispatched Villa like that 4-0 at their ground yeah that was and Son Patrick this is where Spurs peak especially Kane and Son they always peak towards the end of the season yeah and, Tony, and all the Tony Conte teams always strong always finish the season strong like even when fl- even Conte had a season with Chelsea when he was flopping, but he's still at the end of the season with FA Cup. Yeah. Always end season strong. And then now, well, what we are at the business end of the season, it's getting looking like Spurs will be at our fourth place. It's it's hilarious to think that considering we talk about Spurs as the team that bottles everything. It's got a Conte appointment, isn't it? It's just yeah. it's like, oh, they finally got him. And that Kudovetsky signing, by the way, that is the most underrated signing of the world. He's I think he's still alone at the moment. But they sh- definitely should sign him by the end of the season. I think it's oh. 35 million this season. Not even a fucking second thought about it. Straight away, Levy, sign him. It's not even, I think, he had to go back straight away because not only is he, his ability, he's very good. He compliments Canis on. And yeah. also, he's 21. He's a young player. Yeah, exactly. Too. So he can yeah. grow. His match against City, the way he played, the way he just got through past Cancelo, got past the high line, as, with fucking ease as well. Yeah, that is. It was he's, incredible. He can, he's like Morris. He's a bit like Morris. He can glide, glide past people. And he, yeah. he knows how to... He decision making up there with the best in the league. And he always makes the right decisions. And he, what I really thought like about him the most is, with Kane Son, you can't really flop. If you're Kane Son's partner, you shouldn't be able to be flopping. She made yeah, it to a front three. That's why I look at Lucas Mora and Bergwijn. I'm thinking, you two must be really bad because how have you not made that front two into a front three? But Kudovetsky made Kainosan from a lethal duo to one of the best um, front threes in Europe. Yeah. So that's how that's how good they are now. It, arguably, the best partnership in Premier League history as well. well yeah, the yeah, numbers saying it. And yeah. the way they complement each other. When, when Kane just looked one little glance, he knew Son was making a run. Flicked over, Son scored through goal. 
it's every time. If people think it's oh, it's, it's by luck, no, it isn't. They make it look so easy as well. It looks so easy, but it's not at all. Right? It's very hard to get synergy like that in your team. Yeah. And the way they link up now, and the way Kulibeski is complementing those two, and it's Antonio Conte managing all of them, and Romero in the back. That's crazy. It's looking like. They can... <laughs> yeah. And it is. Um, it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Sunday. I'll skip through the two o'clock kickoffs and we'll go to the big game. Uh, Brentford beat West Ham 2-0. Brentford, going back into form. You'd love to see it. Yeah. West Ham kind of stuttering. Yeah. I know tonight they've got um, Leon 1-1 going into France. It will be hard for them. It will be. Well, Chris will. Yeah. Left yeah. It's going to be difficult. But West Ham, they're, you know, they obviously can't handle this Europa League and Premier League towards the end of the season. Because it's hard to. It's gonna, yeah, they, it is. They haven't got a great bench in it. The, the West Ham fans always complain about their bench. And I, I could tell because they don't really have an Antonio replacement up top. There's no way you can say you can put them off straight. Like, Especially when, with the games coming up. Yeah. For West Ham. Yeah, yeah they got they City Arsenal. coming at the end of the season as well. Yeah, they've got Arsenal soon too. That, that will be tough. I mean, no. It's um, tough, but yeah. We saw Leicester beat Palace 2 1 and Burnley losing 2 0 to Norwich. Massive, massive result for Burnley. They, that could relegate them. Yeah. Used to Norwich, where that should be three points. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, it's time. As I was not here, but we will talk about it. Manchester City 2, Liverpool 2. What I, we, we had glimpses of promise. At the start of the second half, we were good. Oh, few yeah. parts of the first half, we were good. But Man City... Are so dominating, it's ridiculous. They, they were dangerous every single minute of the game. Even yeah. when you had a, your, your spell in the second half, I thought like, if they get a ball again, they're going at you. And then yeah, that's what I was going, worried going. about. That much, oh wow, they had so many chances. They had chances to really kill the game off, but then you had chances too. Yeah, we and had loads that. of chances, we just didn't take them. I think I really, I know Jota scored. I know Jota scored. I wanted Firmino to start though. I think Firmino, if you put Firmino in those Jota chances, we have sure. a lot better chance of scoring. Yeah, yeah. And also Firmino, what you like about Firmino is he's passing. He links it up very well while Jota's pass is not there at all. Yeah. So, I think we saw we saw different last night between how Jota plays with Salah and how Firmino plays with Salah. I liked how Firmino... I know Salah didn't score last night against Benfica, but the way him and Firmino play off of each other is great. Yeah, yeah. even I, I watched the game because I was watching from Darwin Nunes and... I think Salah had like a chance to go through just for for me to round the pass. Yeah, yeah man. That's just they, they, that's synergy at all. The, the front three that they, they play each other for almost four years, five years, so they know how to play each other. So that, that's that would have been the front three I would play against City. Yeah, but uh, he still scored, so it's not like he didn't contribute. Yeah, so, uh, De Bruyne five minutes and De Bruyne's just so tough to play against. He's when he's at this, he's the best player in the Premier League. When he's yeah. playing like this, he's hard to stop him. It's, he's burst through the middle that he can't stop. When he goes to that second yard of pace, mm-hmm. and he's charging towards a goal, it's almost, it's not, it's, it's legit one of the best things to see in the league. I, I really like watching the Bruyne like that. When he's on it like this, it's hard to stop him. And I, was... I really like how the Bruyne is still linked up together. Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a 
significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. Well, especially um, Jesus, for me, his decision-making was not good at all in that game. It no. was very bad. Very, very bad. Because there's times where you should have cut back in. The Bruyne made a pass to him, and it's obvious that the Bruyne is like this. It's after the ball. And Jesus is trying to shoot in a weird angle. Yeah, he, he had two people come in on the edge of the box, and he started to shoot it. In an angle where yeah. are, you try, are you trying to see there be Allison in there, but you should know Allison. You play training in Brazil, and he starts from Brazil. There's a reason why he's one of the best goal, the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. So it was very bad decision making from Jesus. But I thought um, one thing I'll compliment Seti on is how they played against the high line, because oh. I know we supposedly are the best team at catching people offside, or we are the best team at catching people offside. But wow, the way they play against the high line is no joke because we were it's, bullied. It's, it's so clever how they do it because they don't really do it typically how other teams do it. Yeah. Other teams try to use a wide width area. They try to drift in with Cancelo as the wide area and then Sterling and Jesus go towards the centre-backs. So because it was more, it's actually most of the time Cancelo was beating off that trap. Then he's mm-hmm. one-on-one with Trent and sometimes he beats him. Then there's, there's a chance to create from there. I really like the practice from Klopp and Pep Guardiola. He worked and he should have came out there when Real Morris obviously he decided to chip the ball for no reason at all. But he thought, he thought it was going a lot. I will say, as much as I thought, I, I hate saying it, but Man City did deserve the win. We should have taken our chances, but obviously, if we look at how we played, City should have won. Yeah, I well, think that speaks levels about our defender. Oh, for sure. Alisson in goal, where he smoked Sterling, um, Van Dyke. 1v1, Jules, it doesn't look like he gets beat. Generally, he only gets beat when he's not 1v1, there's like another movement. When he's 1v1 and you run at him, he's beating you. Like he's going to make sure you slow down and just get the ball off you. And then that Mara's chance at the end as well deflected off of Matip and went over, which yeah. was a massive stop by Matip. Yeah, it was, because I didn't, I didn't see the stop. I thought it was a, just a chip. And then I looked at it, might have blocked it. And I went, yeah. Um, that draw means that Liverpool's still a point behind Manchester City. It's still on. Which is big. The, the title, the race is still on. The one match I'm yeah, looking yeah. at is the West Ham game. West Ham have beaten City this season. That's the at, um, uh, North London. Means that um, West Ham. I no. cannot remember. Let me check. I, don't think, I, mean, I think, think it is at West Ham though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they faced them. I can't remember that West. I don't remember West Ham City came at all this season. They beat them in the Carabao Cup. Yeah, that's that game I remember. But that yeah. was at West Ham Stadium, but it doesn't really matter for the league. Um, yeah, at um, London Stadium on the 6th, 15th of May. Which it's, could get postponed, I think, if City beat us at the weekend. Oh, yes, because that's the thing I was going to, try to touch on. United, if they beat, I mean, Chelsea, if they beat Palace in the Cup, that means the Chelsea game is pushed back or forward to 28th, which means Liverpool, United was Liverpool, United was Arsenal, and then United was Chelsea, three in a row. Fucking it's actually up. really, it doesn't really matter for United, we're out for everything, anyways, but that could I mean, be you're not out, out, though. I know it doesn't seem like anything's going to happen, but you're not out, out. Technically, we're not out because it's six point behind Spurs, but it's over. Yeah, but Spurs, <laughs> even though we, when we beat Spurs with Ronaldo hat trick, we was I think two points ahead of them, and now yeah. six points behind. So that's a crazy swing because that United Liverpool Spurs game was not long ago. So the fact, the fact that that swung like that so quickly just yeah. shows how bad we've been. It just shows how really bad we've been because if you beat Everton, you're three points behind, still on. Then beat Norwich, we we now same level of points as if Spurs lose. Then we're back in it, but these players are not built for the for for winning at all. They, they're all serial losers, apart from Ronaldo. But 
he's old. Leicester fought back and they're 2 1 up. Damn it. Then it's 93rd minute, so I think Leicester are going to win. Uh, Leipzig are beating Atalanta 2 0 in the 93rd minute. He scores for I know Nkuku scores one. Uh, yeah, Nkuku and Nkuku again, penalty in the 87th minute. You know what? Um, people, he's been linked to us recently. Hmm. I'm not where sure he plays. Does he play up top? Does he play up ten? Like a 10? I'm not quite sure he plays. Every time I watch him, he's like up top. But then I, I don't want another Bruno in my team, so it's really a lot of. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure he plays up front. Him and Bruno, you know what? Him and Bruno can work together because they both can drop. Bruno can go up top sometimes, and he can drop. It might work. I think I can see what Tema was thinking if he gets him. But it'd be a great signing as well. Yeah, but I would prefer that one Nunes to be honest with you. Oh, he played great yesterday. He, he was the East finishing is actually insane. Insane. How can yeah. you think Allison? I never saw. I, I don't remember someone thinking Allison for a while. He just carried kind of them. It was it just marginally offside, but that finish was still a finish. Yeah. Um, we'll touch on the Champions League results. Um, on Tuesday, we saw Bayern Munich lose to Valer. Oh, what well, drew one one with Valerial on the night, but get knocked out. Um, we saw Chelsea beat Real Madrid 3-2 on the night, but unlucky getting game eliminated 5-4 on aggregate. Sensational game. That was it. What, what a fucking game of football that was. I, uh, we, we say it time and time again. You can't count out Real Madrid or any Spanish team when it comes to Champions League football. I don't know why. Every time, they always have the heritage. Just Real Madrid. Honestly. Always. You can't count them out. They're too good for you to just dismiss them. Because I know I was talking to my friends at uni, I was like, oh yeah, no, we beat Real Madrid last season, we'll beat them again. It's yeah. not that simple. You're talking it's about a 13-time champions. And they've got most of the, they've got literally a whole spine of winners. Like, yeah. Obviously, hasn't won Champions League, but he's been in the finals. You've got Alaba, he's won it twice. Yeah. You've got Casemiro, who's won it three times. Three that times. midfield as well. Casemiro, oh, Madrid, Bruce. Especially Modric. Oh, wow. Modric, he, he looks like he hasn't lost a fucking beat. How is he still playing all class at 36? This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You see his assist of the weekend, I think it was, to Benzema. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If, was it? I can't remember if it was on the weekend or if it was on the match on Tuesday. One of them. Yeah, it was in the Champions League game. I mean, in the European League. Sorry. Um, in the, there was a sister Benzema and he followed up with a better assist in Champions League. Yeah. How did you do that? The pass to Rodrigo, it was free enough Chelsea. Chelsea had all the momentum. Modric just killed our moments completely mm-hmm. in that pass. When he made that pass in Champions League, the other players are thinking, yeah, Luka Modric just took the game off us. What can you do? He just did an outside boot pass straight into Rodrigo's feet away. You can't miss. Yeah. It's still great feature on Rodrigo, but what a pass. What a pass from Modric. And that killed the game for me. Then obviously Vinicius and Benzema again in link up. And then Benzema, he don't miss. That guy, if he, even when he had a header at the crossbar, people said he should have scored. It's still a hard header. I don't know what you yeah. to every time. But the second time you give him a chance, he's scoring and he knocks you out again. And Karim Benzema, I'm sorry, I'm thinking Man City have a bit of a problem dealing with him. No, they definitely will. They do have a problem dealing with him because then Vinicius, it's not the same Vinicius they faced two years ago where Varane made that. I mean, remember that game where Varane scored, basically let Jesus score twice? Yeah. That same game, you don't have, first of all, Varane did not have Varane anymore. Second of all, Vinicius is not the same Vinicius where he was kept missing chances. Mm-hmm. It's a new one. And also Benzema is even better than he was before. Benzema is probably the best player in the world at the moment. He is, right now he's the best player in the world. Yeah. If they go to the final, ooh, 
that would be a problem for any team. Villarreal or Liverpool should be Liverpool, but even with Villarreal, we still can't count them up because they can get one goal, bang, they're Speaking of Atletico, nil uh, nil yesterday against Manchester City, one nil Man City go for a fucking ridiculous game. Uh, Liverpool did go through six four in aggregate, a three three game against Benfica. Right. I caught that game at the last ten minutes. Man. Just watching me Munoz and I, I literally scored it, saw, saw him score like two offside goals in a row, and then the one. One where Alisson made a world-class save towards the near post. What a fucking save. That was ridiculous. It, 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 it hit the post well. That's how close it was to going in. It was yeah. a crazy finish and even better save. I think if that goes in, we talk oh, about how Liverpool might have been eliminated. It could have been, you know, because yeah. they had a lot of time after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo. And it was an offside goal too, but it was just about offside. But yeah, Nunes is incredible. But yeah, that after the game, Savage is... He's living up to his surname. Because... I, I honestly, I know they went out to just piss off the city players, but That's fucking they, hell, they went on level, another level of doing it. Because yeah, Savage was putting Foden on the floor. He was he was grabbing Greaves' hair. He was trying to find him the tunnel. That there was just, uh, Felipe guy basically just got himself sent off for no reason because there was no need to kick Foden on the floor. Why was, no. what was the point? He's still still nil nil. It was so funny, went, Savage pulling him off the pitch. You know, when Foden's rolling back on, he just grabs him and pulls him off. Grabbing him, dragging him around. I'm like, what? Are you trying to get yourself sent off? It's only yeah. now. I'm expecting both teams to be fined for it. Yeah, there will be. There was no control. Police were involved. Yeah. There, there the tunnel little... after the game. Crazy. Yeah. With Kai Walker and Fasalka. Like, yeah. Weird, but Fasalka, I don't know what he, how he got involved. He wasn't playing. And he tried to throw a headbutt, but you were far away. I'm not quite sure what he was trying to do there. But I think they'll get fined. But you won't be the man for City because they're through and they're facing yeah. Real which won't be as hostile for sure. But it'll be a great for now. It'll be a great game to watch. But yeah, um, yeah crazy. Speaking of City, De Bruyne went off. Seemingly seemed like he went off injured with his ankle, and Kyle Walker also went off injured, looking in a bad way. Mm, that's a ma- massive. So match. both of them could be out for the cha- for the FA Cup match. One of them, Kyle could be out for the. Cancelo is definitely to be out for suspending suspending injuries. Yeah. So Cancelo could be out and Kyle Walker is a race for him to be fit for the Amazon game. So he's definitely out for Liverpool, which is a big miss because I don't know. But De Bruyne, I think, is a massive miss as well. Yeah, because he, he always, that burst of pace, it's been in quite a minute. And I'm not quite yeah. sure who else in that team would do the same. Probably have to drop Foden into the 10, hopefully he tries to do something, but. It will be a massive mess. I, 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 I'm assuming Mahrez is going to start the weekend. Yeah, Mahrez Sterling will be. I think Jesus will be up top, maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, like for the FA Cup, we do know it's Liverpool versus Man City and in Chelsea versus Palace on Sunday, which I think Palace might win. I know Chelsea look like they're getting back into form, but I think if Palace... Did, what I will say... Palace versus Chelsea earlier this season, not at Stamford Bridge, but at Sellers Park. Palace lo- only lost 1-0 to an Alonso goal in the 98th minute. No, 89th minute. Palace didn't score because they didn't have a striker on the pitch. Now they've got Mateta, who's really in form. He scored against um, Everton, I believe he did. He scored against Arsenal. And now he's coming into this game in form. 
the one little caveat I have for Palace is no Gallagher. Yeah. That's the big I, 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 I think they need to get rid of that rule where you it's can't so play against your parent club. It's so dumb. You loaned him to a Premier League team, you, you're risking it, the opportunity of, of him doing something to you. So what? Exactly. Yeah. It's a good benefit because if you, when you bring him back, you're a quality player, he does yeah. look South Africa. He's going to have to prove himself against the players as well. Yeah, you'll prove it against your potential teammates. Like, you can't have better than you. Yeah. Whereas you not playing and then it hinders Palace and just makes the team. I don't know, man. I don't like that rule. I like it. That's why I like the, Europe, the European rule where you can just do it regardless. Yeah. Facing your, your home, your parent team, who cares? Yeah, it, it's a great rule because it should, it should be applied to everywhere because it's a loan for a reason. You're not learning and you're not facing a team that you got learned by. That's dumb. Now, Palace are a mad disadvantage because they're not no bad, yeah. the best players. Playing. I think um, we might see Eze or Elise take that role. Which is, I mean, but, hey, uh, I, I'm assuming it's going to be a McCarthy and Kuyate. I think it should go from Kuyate, McCarthy, and Etze. Yeah. Etze can glide past people and he works hard himself. Not obviously, Gallagher's different level work rate, but he still, Etze still has the quality to, to disrupt people. So, yeah, it's not like you have a bad downgrade. That's a great job. It's a great player. And I will be there on Sunday. Well, you got tickets or? Yeah. Or I got tickets to the match. Oh, it's going to be lovely. <laughs> I'm going I'm going up to Wembley tomorrow because of fucking, um, what's it? You see TFL. They've got engineering works all weekend. Oh, wow. So Friday to Monday. So I figured we'll leave, if I leave tomorrow, I can watch Liverpool game there because my cousins live in Wembley. And then I can wow. go to the Palace game and stay there overnight. Yeah, that's better because you don't want to the 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 you traffic. I mean, travel disruptions long. Yeah. Apparently, Liverpool City, I'm out of problem travel. Yeah, there's no trains coming into London from Manchester or Liverpool. So it's like loads of coaches coming down from Liverpool and Manchester to take players to take um the fans to Wembley. I mean, Wembley. I think that explains why it's a three thirty kickoff. Oh, yes. Yeah. It would not make sense for it to be five, five as usually to be. Yeah, five or six. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. It would be silly. Um, <laughs> to close off, usually we do predictions about um, football, but we're going to do our predictions for the NBA playoffs. It's specifically, just the the last two games of the play-ins in the first round, because we don't know who's going to face each other after that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go, I think, tonight... Atlanta versus Cleveland. Who do you think is going to win? That's tonight. I think that, yeah, it should be tonight. Oh, where they're playing straight like back to back. They played last night, I swear. Or uh, it might be tomorrow then. It might be yeah, tomorrow like, night. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta versus Cleveland. I'm going for Atlanta. Trey Young. Hunt go against Trey Young. Either, although if Jared, Jared Allen's back, that's a big problem for Hawks. Because they've got someone like a stop Clint Capella. Because Capella's been moving like Hakeem recently. And he ain't that good. Because when he's up against a athletic being like Allen, he struggles. So mm-hmm. I'm going for even if Allen's back or Trey Young's gonna go and make a playoffs. Trey Young's going for Yeah, um, I'm going Atlanta as well. Then the other side in the Western, New Orleans versus the Clippers. 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 Even though Red Jackson was absolutely diabolical against the Minnesota. Yeah. He's the reason why they don't win because if this kid the ball to Paul George, Clippers win. But he was looking off Paul George. He's like, I hate when people do. I hate when the the, the, the worst players look off the best players in a, in a game where you have to kick the ball with the best players. Like it happens with a lot of Warriors when 
you see the scrubs trying to shoot when Steph Curry right in front of you. But anyways, Clippers, Clippers will go through it shortly. Oh yeah, I'm going Clippers as well. Yeah, uh, then I will add this: um, while the podcast has been going on, uh, Ben Simmons is targeting a round one return between games four and six. Steph Curry is on track for game one, and Luka Doncic is going to miss game one at least. Ooh, at least. Wait, so there's a hope that he might be back for. There's a hope that he'll be back for the rest of the series, but he's going to miss game one. Spencer Dinwiddie's take your time, mate. It's Spencer Dinwiddie's time. So, since we both went Clippers, we'll start off in the West. Phoenix versus the Clippers. This is tough, but they need Kawhi to beat the Suns. But Paul George did take the game, game six last season. But Ray Jackson, he's going to shoot, he's going to shoot toward this one off seventeen or something like that. So yeah. Because, of, because of Ray Jackson, I have to go for Suns. Okay. Um. What what's the score then? The Suns win in game six. Actually, so you're going four two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen. I, I think I'll go four one Suns. So I, do, I do think the Suns are not as sweet, but you know, basically it would be like Suns Clippers and then Suns would just go three in a row. Yeah, it looks like that. Um, one off game. Dallas Utah. Now, if Don will say I'm going Dallas all day of the week. But because this Dungeon thing is up like here, I'm still going for Dallas. I'm Spencer really will do something to them. I bet I'm going Dallas in seven. I don't think it's going to be easy for them. I'm going for Dallas in seven too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your boys, Golden Sorry. State versus Denver. Well, I was watching clips of Steph Curry in, um, in shoot around and all that, and he looks sharp as hell. Yeah. And also he's dunking, so his ankle is very fine. Isn't it? He does return to me. His ankle's obviously perfect. And that's, that's great because we need Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Paul's playing very well. Clay Thompson's back, by the way. Uh, he's, he's, he really he looks really good. I think he looks even better than 2019 because usually 2019 he, he was quite, he's, he was very three point heavy. Now he's going towards the mid range now. And he's defensively, he looks like he's better. So because of that, I'm going for Warriors in six. I was also going to say Warriors in six. Because two-time MVP is not getting that much sweep. It would be very embarrassing if it does though, because how would they give the MVP? When did they give the MVP award? Before the finals or during the finals? Oh, oh I think. Wait, the, the the actual MVP of the season. I think they league. do. They do it that late. Serious? I think so. I might be completely wrong. I, I think usually it's before or around the time of the finals. That would make it a bit awkward if... <laughs> if it was ever if Steph Curry goes crazy and like we sweeps them in five, then it will embarrass. But at the same time, can you blame your kitchen squad team where there's no Jamal Murray? He might be back, but he might not be. I don't think he'll be back. Uh, even if he comes back, Andrew Wiggins got him up. So I'm already worried about that. So yeah, it'll be in six, I think. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, Memphis Timberwolves. That is going to be electric because that's two teams where they haven't really made the playoffs recently. Yeah, well, one of them has lost season, but it doesn't really count because they're young. But this could be so sick because it's that and 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 Edwards, he was first round pick last last season or two seasons ago, and then <laughs> um, John Morant, who's basically one of the best players in the league. So this is going to be very interesting. And oh, Memphis look good with or without Jar as well. That's the thing. And that's why I have to go to Memphis because KAT is terrible when it comes to the playoffs. <laughs> 
because of that, I'm going for Memphis in five. I can see that. I can see Memphis in five. Yeah, we'll I, I don't see. I don't expect Timberwolves to make it easy for them. But like, no, nah, they won't be. Yeah, Tim, um, Beverly will be on John Morant like a like a hawk. Yeah. So, People were getting onto the Timberwolves the other day for celebrating like they just won the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said something about he started laughing his tweets and said, "Well, why they mentioned my name? Well, I mean, first of all, they're facing you, so that's probably why they mentioned your name." And yeah. Second of all, the, you lot talk a lot, and they talk a lot, so it's two teams that talk a lot face each other. So it should be a great game to watch. But Minnesota got too much quality, surely, and they got a lot of experience with Steve Adams. So yeah. You know, I hope you think that that pushes them through to 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 beat them. Um. Then. We go to the east. Miami versus Atlanta is what we're going for. Miami in six. I'll go Miami in five, I think. Mm. I do trust Miami to get the job done. I don't know, Miami, they're weird because I'm quite sure why the bench players are the best scorer. That pushes, that puts me off. <laughs> I can tell you here would be the best scorer. I'm not sure that's a team I should be going past Hawks. Because Hawks got a lot of pain like Gallinari. You can try you can beat you by himself yeah, yeah. do you know what that's my wild shot of the, of the, of the round you got Hawks. Hawks to beat them in seven let's go Fair enough. Uh, try young to play the villain again yeah that'd <laughs> be great it'd be, it'd be so much fun to watch at Miami so they're there all, yeah. they're almost as hostile not as hostile as the New York Knicks but they're quite there so I'll love him I'll love for him to round them too that'd be class um, six is Toronto we did talk about this before that game is a is a sticky one for the Sixers. Yeah, I'm not gonna turn on Joel Embiid because it's Joel Embiid. I think I'm, player that was not great, and Nick Nurse is a terrorist because he loves to swarm everyone best players. Yeah, <laughs> do you not know, see Jalen Green's record where he's, he's like 31, 40, 31, 40, and when the Raptors to eight because they did not let him shoot more than eight. Times. Yeah, so it's crazy how how much he stops anyone that's in form. So things like that puts me off them. So I'm going for um, sixes and six. I'm going to go sixes and seven. Oh, yeah. That's good. They're that a weird sense. team. Dingy, what's his name? I'm Thibault, I think. He's out for games four and oh, yeah, five. Or three and four even, because he's not vaccinated. Yeah. That's, that is sticky. Very yeah. sticky. Um, Milwaukee, Chicago. Milwaukee and four. I'm I genuinely I think Milwaukee are going to sweep them. I can't see maybe exactly being turn, turn up, but then if he turns up, then what? Then Jaru will stop him. Yeah, man, I can't see it. I, I, really I see don't it. see anything other than a Milwaukee sweep. Yeah, it's a sweep. Future picture is not the best to be honest. <laughs> this one is, I think, is very interesting. This is the, yeah. Celtics versus the Nets. This is crazy. I'm going for I don't know who to go for. I think I'm this goes for. to seven. It's definitely going to. Seven. Robert Williams not being there is the reason why it's, it could have been 6 4 Celtics. But Celtics can still win, but if Rob Williams was there, it would be just too much for us next to go past. I, KD, I'm not ruling out KD. I can't do it. I, I am. Who are you going for? I'm going Brooklyn. I think Kyrie is too good at the moment for them not to go through. Although I would like to see the Celtics go through because they oh, have been great all season. We did say it before. The Celtics are the dark horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did. And they all but, turn out to be one. If they, if they beat the Nets, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is scary. Well, it, it, I think it depends on what Kyrie does. 
I, I know KD is going to beat KD. He's going to do what he does. But Kyrie specifically. It's like Jokic with Nuggets. Yeah. Jokic will always be Jokic. There's no point stopping him. Just slow him down. Jokic will always be Jokic. You'll get you 30, 10, 11. But it's whether Monte Morris stops you. Likewise, KD will always get you KD. It's whether Kyrie and Seth Curry can stop you. Kyrie is informed. We do talk about Ramadan Kyrie. But the question is... I'm going for Celtics and six, seven. You know, Celtics and seven. They will, Jalen Brown might just be crazy. I, it, I, I want to see what Kyrie does. I know he has a lot of bad blood with the Celtics. Yeah. So it'd be very interesting to see how that plans out. Do you know what? I'm going Celtics. I'm going Celtics. I'm not going to go Nets. But I wouldn't be so. I'm not going to say. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Nets do go for. A, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to. No way. I but then we, we're possibly setting up Miami, Philly. Bucks, Brooklyn. Oh. In the second round. Well, the East is way more narratives than the West. Because the West, Suns are going to the rest of the conference finals. Yeah. It's almost a guaranteed now. Whereas, obviously, Memphis and Warriors, that could be a problem. And obviously, if Denver could be... Actually, no, it'll be probably Warriors-Memphis. That, that's the early story that I can see. Whereas the East, there's everything. Raptors could go past sixes. Who knows? Yeah. And that could be Joel Embiid, Harden, Meltdown. They probably will probably split apart. Who knows? I don't. I I'd expect them to keep. Obviously, I think Harden's going to stay. I don't think he'd force his way out. Yeah. He, but he what would what's going to be interesting is what they do at with their coach. I know Doc Rivers is going to stay, but yeah. the question is, who do they bring in? I haven't got a clue for Sixers because Lakers also want a coach, and they've been linked with Nick Nurse and Quinn Snyder. Yeah, um, I think um, what's his name? Doc Rivers linked with the Lakers as well. Yeah, and Mark Jackson from there. Yeah. I don't know how those two would be. But whatever that Lakers beat Spanto, they'll be like Man United, really. I think um, some, I, I heard it somewhere, Dan Tony to the Sixers. Hmm. So Rockets, former Rockets managers, you know? Yeah. Hmm, that works. Which extent. is all right. Yeah, um, that would be all right. It would be the worst appointment, but it would be the greatest. So it would just be decent. He did get the most out of Harden, though. Well, I don't hard. It's not like he's not trying. It's just that he's bursted quite. Yeah. Well, he's bursted. Well, he's lost people. If Dan Tony comes in, bring back the Harden of the Rockets to the Sixers, then you've got Embiid as well. Different ball game altogether. But this Harden, it's not worrying me at all. If I was a Raptors fan. Yeah. Although he can turn up, he's still James Harden, so you don't want to give him any opportunity to shoot. But he has to turn up now. He has to turn up. Embiid will turn up. It's whether you turn up with him too. Yeah. It's like likewise with all the best teams. Like, see whether their teammates turn up. And then Argus have no Jamal Paramari, so worry should worry. Whereas KD and Kyrie, as a duo, scares, scares any team. Yeah. But if Seoul goes past them, Seoul's going to the finals. That's my, that's my call. They'll beat the Bucks. That, that'll be my Aries call. If they beat the Nets, they'll beat the Bucks. But yeah, that's yeah. my call. Fair enough. Um, cool. Everyone, thank you very much for watching. Uh, it is nearly iftar time, so we have to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you very much we'll be back again next week hopefully we didn't do a debate episode this week but next week we'll get back onto that thank you very much for watching and peace out peace whether taking a road trip to the beach heading to the mountains or driving to the city summer adventures are non-stop fun in a new honda but let's face it summer trips can really add up that's why i love the fuel efficiency of honda with honda you can save your money for other things 
like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today.